Hello and welcome back to another season preview on the Euro Trips Across the Pod podcast. This time we're doing the Green Bay Packers and I have three guests for you with two returning and one new guest. So I hope you enjoy. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the Euro Trips Across the Pod NFL podcast. We are here for another one of our season previews and this time it's a turn of the Green Bay Packers and today we've got a big one. We've got not one, not two, but three guests on this podcast. It's going to be a big episode. Hope you'll enjoy. Two returning guests, one new guest to the podcast. So our first returning guest, you may know from Channel 5, it is Ash and the NFL. How are you, Ash? I'm super great. How are you doing? Not bad, not bad. Just dying for the season to begin now, dying for it to be, you know, finally week one with that Bills-Rams game. I'm looking forward I know. to that. And well, next week it's the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame game. Like it's it's basically here. We've got through that last little hurdle. This like I can smell the season and I know everybody's excited. So, yeah, it's finally here and we can just die with the kind of late night games and minimal sleep yeah. like we always do for six months and power through. Uh, but I'm ready for it. <laughs> Yeah, I think once that Hall of Fame game happens, once the first week of preseason, the next month just absolutely flies by. Before you know it, week one, Scott Hansen's on his TV on a Sunday night. Oh. It's just absolute perfection. Yeah, like it's the dream. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready for it. <laughs> I mean, you got that. You got having like the game pass and red zone combination. It's just like the Sunday of dreams, isn't it? Oh, if you don't have a minimum of about three screens on the go at the same time, I don't know how you're watching Sunday Night Football, in all honesty. <laughs> um, one has to be dedicated to Scott Hansen. Another one has got to be like your team's game. So like the Packers is always on one. And then because of fantasy football, I'm just trying to keep up to date with absolutely yeah. everything else. And that's usually like my phone screen and stuff as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a pity I don't have more eyes just to kind of take everything <laughs> in. Um, but that's why I like Game Pass, though, because I can always like go back and just rewatch little things yeah, and stuff yeah. as well um but yeah I'm I'm oh, I'm just so keen I'm excited ready to go <laughs> I was saying on the podcast one of the other ones where um I went to Italy at some point during last season I missed all the games because I was watching a game in, in Milan and um I remember on the flight the following morning I was there watch, watching and downloaded 40 minute packages of like the Cardinals against someone and it was like that was great to be honest and that was the beauty of game pass that you can do that whereas when I first watched NFL it was more like if you weren't there, you missed it sort of thing. So um, yeah. it's good. Our second returning guest is for, is one of the Franchise Tag podcasts. I've got returning guest in Adam Martin. How are you, Adam? I'm good. I'm uh, looking forward to the season. It's going to be going to be fun. And uh, yeah, it's been a... It, it actually feels like it's not been a massively long off-season this year, which is a bit of a surprise. But I don't know if that's just because I haven't been doing quite as much podcasting as we were last year. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, the build-up starts now. It's kind of gone from naught to 100 miles an hour with the news that's coming out already. So uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, I think all those trades definitely made this off-season go incredibly fast. I mean, as soon as Russell Wilson came to Denver, Christian Kirk yeah. got overpaid. It's just absolutely, just absolutely flown by. So it's been brilliant. But our final guest is a newbie to the podcast. We've got another part of the Franchise Tag podcast. We've got with me our third Packers fan on the episode. We've got Abby. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. You? Yeah, not too bad. Good to have you on. It's um, nice to have you here. Thank you for having me. So we're going to ask you, Abby, a few questions we ask all newbies to the podcast. Okay. First of all, Abby, 
what made you a Packers fan? Oh, this question. This question every time as well. So my ex was um, a Green Bay Packers fan. Um, I, we, I think we got together in like 2018, started watching it. And I was like, okay, it's all right. Don't really understand it. And then sort of got more and more into it. And it was um, when we broke up, actually, that I kind of dove headfirst into it. So I've got more of a horse racing background. Um, so going into NFL was completely new and fresh. But yeah, massive fan now. Absolutely love it. And we've mentioned before about Game Pass and Red Zone. How does your typical NFL Sunday look? Are you a Sky Sports person? Are you get Game Pass and Red Zone on two screens? How do you normally watch your NFL on a Sunday? Yeah, so very similar to Ash. I don't tend to watch the Sky Sports. Um, it's like like watching the team on Game Pass and then having Red Zone as well with Scott Hansen to see what's going on with the other games. Um, and also, like Ash said, it's nice with Game Pass that you can actually catch up and rewatch like rewatch a game if you want to see a game or like there's so much stuff on there so fantastic and I have to ask a burning question for this week especially did any of you get tickets for the uh, London games yes you did oh, yeah. surprising. that's surprising absolute, absolute chaos it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed oh. every year with how many people tweet Neil Reynolds like yeah. <laughs> that expecting man, him gonna... to do it <laughs> And I just always feel sorry for him, but he just, he must tune out or he must mute something. Um, But I just think like, it's the same every year. Like, and I know people are passionate fans and everything, but if, if you ever get a message saying to log on or like uh, people will get booted and everything will start from 930, don't be a dick, log on at half eight, like the rest of, you know, the 150,000 who had already logged on at 830 as well. You just got to use your common sense, I think. But I also like, it's, oh, it's just tragic, but it's every year. So kind of just, instead of expecting things to maybe change, play the game, just like absolutely everybody else has and stuff as well. But it's, it's super, like, I think it's super exciting. It's a Packers home game at Tottenham. By the looks of things, it's going to be like, I'm probably thinking it's about 70% Packers, 30% Giants fans at the moment. Um, but we do know that obviously, you know, it's always nice and blended. There are people, you know, from every single team that go and enjoy the London games as well. Um, but yeah, just what a chaotic four to five hours on Tuesday morning that kept me <laughs> verily, like very heavy, very heavily entertained in my corporate day job, which is uh, always beautiful uh, to keep entertained on Packers Twitter, which is lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ash, like, is spot on. This is my point. And people have had a go at me about it, but I'm like, what do you expect? It is the same every year it's the same with any tickets and then people are like wow people should stop buying from ticket touts I'm like but that's just the way it is unfortunately Mm. like they could do things to change it but it's not it's just not the way it is um and like I said like I have a a friend bless her and I said log on early she goes no no I'm logging on at half nine because that's when they said it's I was like okay um and then she didn't get tickets so it's kind of like but yeah it is the same every year it's like you saw it with the Munich game there was like, well, how many people were in that queue? Like, I think it was like two million or something. Absolutely insane. Wow. Jesus. Like, it was just ridiculous. And yeah, you, people expect then expected the rules to change no. for the Packers game. It's just, yeah, it, that baffles me personally. The one thing I would say with it is I do feel like the, the numbers were a lot bigger this time. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've done it over the last couple of years where I've bought tickets and and... You know, it's you might be in a queue where there's like 20, 30,000 people in front of you sometimes. But this one, I mean, people that were logging on at half nine, I mean, I logged on at half nine. We had others of us that logged on earlier on purpose 
and it's like when I logged on, it was like I was 94,000 in the queue. And it's like, it, it is crazy because you've got some people who didn't, they weren't even logging on that long after 930. It was like maybe five minutes afterwards and it was like 200,000 or something. It is something that needs to be sorted out. It really does. But It's like it's got to be across like all industries, concerts yeah. and things. Yeah. And also like, I don't know what people expected. It's the Packers first game in the UK yeah. obviously the demand yeah, yeah. is going to be massive like, I do I do understand think that some things need to be changed like across the board but but yeah it was always going to have a massive demand and obviously now people are going to pay higher prices for these tickets that are being resold it is unfortunate especially for people that can't afford it but unfortunately it is just it's like supply and demand isn't it mm. Yeah, I think absolutely I think the whole fact is the Packers is Aaron Rodgers they're one of the most followed teams in the whole UK and it's their first game in London. I think that was a. I did think that would be a big thing. I think whereas, you know, teams like the Titans are far less followed in the UK. Teams like even even the Giants who are also in the game, they're big followers. They got a big following as well. So I think those two teams, the history as teams have, you know, I think I I could definitely see that happening. And I think it's not a shock to me. I mean, I didn't try this year for obvious reasons, but whenever I try, I always get in eventually. It takes a while, but I always get in eventually. I think quite a few give up. But um, I think if you stick at it, you'll eventually get somewhere, even if it's twenty, thirty pound more than what you'd pay in a different seat, for example. But overall, yeah, I think it's going to be a good, good year this year in London. Um, and it's going to be Rogers. Um, sorry, don't mean to interrupt. Rogers, okay. obviously, this could be the last chance for so many people to see Aaron Rodgers. In it's for a lot of people, it's their first opportunity to see him, and it's probably the last. Yeah, like most likely the last time that he will play over here. So I think that's. Like you said, the Rogers effect is like a massive thing as well. Yeah, I think he'll fully embrace London as well. He's, I remember years ago, he talked to Vernon Kay about how much he wants to play there. He's a big football fan as well, likes Man City. I think that we saw Russell Wilson recently in London meeting people. I think there will be a meet and greet with Aaron Rodgers. I think he will fully embrace it. I think he will do so much for the fans. I think he will give something back to the Packers fans. Don't get my hopes up on that. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. that gives me so much anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I... I don't want to say to him, I don't know, I just got a feeling he's going to do something cool for the fans, but he may not, I don't know, but um, but yeah. Well, right. we don't have a bye week, so they're going to be straight back on a plane. Oh, of course, yeah, they got, through, one, they got jets after that. So yeah, that, actually the bye week actually, we'll mention the fixtures later on, but the bye week is actually in a really good place to have it. Week 14, I think it's such a brilliant place to have yeah. that rest before what you'd assume would be a playoff run for the Packers. And I think... Some teams have it in like, I think Buffalo's is like week seven or something like that. So I think that's quite unfortunate. But to have the bye week so late on, I think it's a really good advantage for you guys when it comes to being fresh for the postseason. 100%. That's what we need. Rest the key players, deal with any injuries rather than having it too early on in the season. Otherwise, you just get people stretched out for far too long. Um, and like, we can't beat around the bush. Like our QB and some of our big players and stuff, they're not getting any younger. And it, it like, even if I go to the gym now, like after like a heavy weight session, it's taken me like three days to fully recover than it did when I was 18. And um, so God only knows what these guys have to go through when they're just getting pummeled and like beaten to shreds every single time they're on a football field. Um, so yeah, having that bye week in week 14, I think is so good for us, despite kind of what everybody just said straight away saying, oh, it's outrageous. We haven't got a bye week the week after the London games. What are they going to do? And I mean, some people travel further across the United 
United States itself to go play a game rather than, you know, six, seven hours across the Atlantic to get to London. So I don't think it's too outrageous um, in that kind of retrospect. But yeah, week 14, I think is good. Yeah. In fairness, though, it, it, it is kind of a bye week. I mean, it's the Jets at home, so I wouldn't worry too <laughs> much about it. So. You say that. This could be like, I don't know, the Jets. No, I think no. they're sneaky. I mean, obviously, obviously they're not going to beat us, but, uh, you know, there's, there's always a team, isn't there? Always one. <laughs> I do think they're on the right path. I think they've had the best draft of anyone. I think they had a brilliant draft, the Jets did. And I think that maybe not this year, but I think in maybe two years' time, they may be a team to contend and surprise a few. But mm. talking of the Packers, the off-season so far, not really a lot of ins. I mean, it's been a lot of re-signings more than ins. So Sammy Watkins comes in, but apart from that, it's mainly the re-signing. You re-signed Devontae Campbell to a $50 million deal, re-signed Robert Tonyan, Alan Lazard, of course, Aaron Rodgers. Everyone sort of forgot about him re-signing. Uh, <laughs> Preston Smith, Jay Alexander. And then the main outs, of course, um, Zadarius Smith and, of course, Devontae Adams. And mm. then in terms of the draft incomings, we saw Quay Walker taken 22nd overall, the linebacker, Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle taken 28th overall. And then wide receiver Christian Watson was drafted 34th overall. So overall, guys, on the off-season, how have you felt it's gone so far? I mean, I'm, I personally, I say this every time, like, I know he wasn't like, like playing with the squad, like, but Kurt Benko going hurt my soul. That literally ruined my off season. I was so upset about that because I was like, give him a, give him a chance, give him a chance. And then he's gone. But yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about Christian Watson. Um, And obviously, even though obviously training camp, he gets bigged up, doesn't it? Um, But yeah. Overall, obviously, Tay leaving, I don't think that's going to have a bit as big an impact as some people think it is. I mean, I think he's a really good player. And obviously, he wanted to play with Carr again, so he's gone like gone to the Raiders. But yeah, I don't, I don't think there's going to be a massive hole where he was, personally. And what do you think, Ash? Do you think that Aaron Rodgers, you know him, he can make anyone look good. He's, you know, he'll find the ball to anyone. I think in terms of Aaron Rodgers, I think he'll be fine. But how do you think he'll cope without without Devontae Adams? Um, I think it's actually going to be super interesting. I would like to believe that it's not going to be as big of a hole as we anticipate. Um, but obviously with training camp at the moment, I've been trying to keep as up to date with kind of the ins and outs. Um, I follow and I'm good friends with Aaron Nagler from Cheesehead TV. He's currently over there as well, and his Twitter page is just filled uh, with little golden nuggets um, from training camp at the moment. Um, and I think Aaron Rodgers, uh, don't quote me on this like word for word, but Aaron Rodgers said, you know, it's good that we're seeing kind of like all these lumps and bumps right now to be able to smooth out, especially within that receiving call. Um, I mean, like our defense on the one hand, I think we are stacked, especially looking on paper. Um, I like, and I know this is a homer pick, but I mean, our defense is going to like, it's one of the best in the leagues. It's fucking awesome. But the receiving call, it's oh, like, I'm not hesitant, but you know, when you're just like, when you want something so bad, you just got like that, those nervous jitters. And I don't know, I think we will definitely see what happens in those preseason games. Um, but we're not like empty um, really at the receiving core. And it's great that Robert Tonyan's come back as well. I'm super excited to see what Alan Lazard can do stepping into that wide receiver one slot. Um, I think it's going to be a really exciting time for him. And it's going to be the opportunity for him to step up. And I mean, 
we've seen it in previous games before when Devontae Adams, he's been out, he's either been injured or he just hasn't played a game. Like we haven't lost. We haven't, you know, been horrifically bad that, you know, we're tearing our hair out then. So I think it's just the panic that obviously a big named guy who's been putting up those numbers, uh, you know, for seasons, not just one season, but, you know, for many years has now gone. People, people always hate change. People always get a bit apprehensive. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next couple of weeks, um, especially with training camp and preseason games, for sure. Yeah, I think that, I don't know what you think, Adam, the fact that Alan Lazard, I think, whenever he's been on the field, he's always done well, I've always thought. I think yeah. injuries have been a massive thing that have impacted him. And I think there was one point, I won't say it was two years ago, three years ago, where he was performing really well and then the injury came in and just sport the momentum all together. Um, so do you think it will be Alan Lazard who will be number one or do you think someone like Watson could surprise people and take over that spot as the weeks go on in the season? I don't know. I, I think, think... Oh, sorry. sorry. Oh, just going to say, it's off with definitely Alan Lazard, 100%. Sammy Watkins, I think, yeah. is still on the pup list at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, he's... yeah. I'm not sure what's happening with him. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Ash. I think that Lazard is definitely the guy that's uh, going to become the number one. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a fan of Lazard. I think he's he's a very good player. He, he has shown that he can do it. Like you said, the one season he did really well, he did get injuries and it kind of curtailed the season a bit for him. But um, yeah, I, I just think it's it's going to be a different Green Bay. That's what you, you, you're going to see this year. I think we kind of all have to just get on board with that. And in a way, it's a good thing. I, it, it was getting, and a lot of, you know, players would come out and say, we knew the ball was going to Devonta Adams. You know, every, they knew it. Okay, it was, you know, they were so good that it was it's still very hard to stop. But the fact is, is that they knew that that was the case. And so I think because of that, this is now going to be a much better rounded offense in a way. It's going to be a lot more run game. I think you're going to find that Aaron Jones is going to be used a lot more in the receiving game than what he has before. AJ Dillon can step up with their massive quads of his that are going to just take over the <laughs> take. He's almost kind of becoming a sort of like a, a, a mini Derek Henry in a way, which makes sense because that's what Matt LaFleur had at Tennessee. It's that that's the kind of formula I think they're going for. And Rodgers can get the ball to anyone. So it's, it is literally a matter of whether these receivers can do enough. And I think that Lazard will do that. I think he will step up. Watson, you're always a little bit wary in the first year. Some of these guys, you know, like your Justin Jeffersons and your Jamar Chases, they're so good when they come out. But they go so high in the draft that they kind of almost have to be that good. So you are a little bit wary with Watson, especially coming from a sort of like a lower college school as well. It's You do think it might take him a little bit of time. You know, it took Devontae Adams time in order to be as good as he was. So, yeah, I, and, and there's lots of other options. You've got Randall Cobb, who can still do a bit. Robert Tonyan coming back. I, I don't think it's quite as bad as what some people are making it out to be. But obviously, there will be some form of a hole, but I just don't think it will be as bad as what everyone thinks. Yeah, I think you guys will still be there, thereabouts. I think I can't see being anyone but you, the Rams or Buccaneers, winning the NFC, I think could be one of you three. I think you three are head and shoulders above the rest of the, the whole conference. And what is a weak conference compared to the AFC? So I think, 
I think you guys will still do well. But in terms of your division, um, we've seen obviously the Lions had a good end to the season. Um, you know, the Vikings have got a new head coach, which everyone's saying is a new lease of life. Do any of those teams worry you or are you still guys fully convinced that it's yours to win and no one's going to stop that? Oh, it's for the taking. I, I, yeah. Sorry, go on, Ash. <laughs> it's a hundred percent ours for the taking. I am. I have no concerns with any other team in the NFC North. I mean, you've got the Bears. God love them. <laughs> and I have some unfortunate friends who've decided to be Bears fans, but they are who they are. The Lions. I was actually rooting for them towards the end of the season. Like, God forbid, I was just like, just win a game. Oh my God! And I was watching them on the Thanksgiving game as well. I thought they were going to win and like bring out the dub at some point. That didn't happen. Um, and it just gets to the point where you just start feeling sorry for them as like as a franchise and as a team. Um, but they could be they could be really exciting. But winning the division, absolutely not. Um, and then you've got the Vikings with Kirk Cousins. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, no. I just, I, I'm not doing it as like being sour and I'm not doing it as like, you know, just being petty or, you know, being a proper chief head and a Packer fan, but I have no issues with anybody else in our division. Do you echo those the nail on the head there. No, Ash hit the nail on the head. Like, then like she said, it'd be, it's nice when like you, you do sort of start rooting for the lions, but the bears, I'm sorry, is their year every year. They always, they always come out and they always have the chat and, Vikings are just the Vikings. Like, I don't think there's anything else to say on the matter. Like, you don't, you don't even need to put give an explanation. It's just the way it is. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I think the Vikings are the ones in that could, with a new head coach, you know, potentially surprise. But I think the, the two other team is. I think there's no way right now, anyway. There anywhere near the Packers in my eyes. Um, in terms of the Bears, Adam, do you think they? I think they could have could be the worst team in the conference, maybe. Do you agree with that? Do you think, is there anyone who thinks that's worse? Than, because that, that offence is not good. I mean, Dave Montgomery is good, yes, but Fields hasn't really done well in his first year and the receiving core is non-existent. And then they've lost, obviously, Khalil Mack now. Mm. What do you think about the Bears, Adam? I, I feel a bit sorry for Justin Fields. I think he's been kind of done over a little bit with the whole, um, you know, Matt Nagy being there for the end of, last year we kind of all knew that it was going to come to an end and now they've brought in a new head coach and that's fine but the problem is is like you say Khalil Mack's gone Alan Robinson's gone um, I think Roquan Smith doesn't want to play I think which you know is understandable um, yeah it, it's just I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think of who else is in the NFC that would be as bad. I think I, I can see them getting a, a top five pick definitely mm. in next year's draft um maybe i mean this the seahawks if mm. because of the quarterback situation maybe um the falcons are another one who might struggle because of the quarterback situation there it's not great but yeah the, the bears are not they're not good and it it's a strange thing that they're doing it's almost like they uh they bought in the quarterback but forgot to do the rebuild for the quarterback so it's it's a really weird sort of logic um but yeah I mean we'll have, we'll have to see what happens but no I, I wouldn't say that there's any worries from them 
And uh, I have to say, I, I have to come out and in some form of support for the Lions, because if I have to hear Freddie say to me one more time that he thinks that the Lions are going to do really well this year, <laughs> I just it just <laughs> does your head in. It really does. Yeah. I, I think they've got something going there. In, in two or three years' time, I think they might be something. But the fact of the matter is they've got Jared Goff as quarterback, and that's enough for them not to be able to do anything major. So, yeah. And then the Vikings, for me, they're me they've been mediocre for years. They really have. Kirk Cousins is the, is the absolute, you know, mediocre quarterback that they need who will throw a load of touchdowns but throw a load of interceptions as well. And uh, there really isn't much to worry about, I don't think. Yeah, I, I did a piece actually ranking the NFC North quarterbacks and I did um, Cousins has t- only two less career deceptions than Aaron Rodgers, but has about 200 less touchdowns in his career, which says it all. <laughs> says it all. Yeah. And his career record as a starter is 59-59-2 or something like that. Yeah. It's like It's just complete epiphany of what his career has been, just... Completely middle of the road, completely mediocre and average. So, um, what did you see what the um, new general manager came out and said about Kirk Cousins? I he basically, he, he essentially came out and said that it's easier to win with a Patrick Mahomes or a Tom Brady, which obviously is not a shocker to anybody, but basically, when yeah, you're not that, so <laughs> it's going to be very difficult to win. And you just sort of think if your own general manager's saying it, yeah. <laughs> It's not, it's not good, is it? It's not good. Go back, go! Right, we're going to head to our final segment, which is our record predictor, which gives all the fans who come on the chance to predict their team's record. As there's three rather than one guest, we're going to give each guest take it in turns rather than all three giving for the same game. We'll go from person to person, have a combined record at the end. So we're going to alphabetical order. So we're going to go first to Abby. Week one, on the road to the Vikings, mentioning Kirk Cousins. Win, loss or tie? Win. Easy. Easy money there. Easy money there. Um, We'll go then to Adam for week two, at home to the Chicago Bears. Win. Yeah. I hope so. I'll be there. So if they don't, I will be in tears. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine that? Oh, Don't. Don't. I couldn't. (laughs) Justin Field tortures the Packers secondary. That would be, um, <laughs> no one would be saying. But, um, I, think I, I, of the video, though. Think think of what we could put out. That would be great. Just be Abby <laughs> crying in the crowd. <laughs> in, in Lambeau Field there with the sea of green around her with the, the tears flowing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, now over to Ash. A harder game here. On the road in week three to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, it's a win. Win. I really don't rate the box. I've like this could be. I'm gonna say it, and I'm gonna stick to my guns on this. I don't think the Bucks are gonna get through the first round of the playoffs. Oh, I, Julio I, Jones. I think he's past his time. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah he's still good, but he's past it. I think everyone's um, overhyped him, haven't they? Like, well, he's, he's, he's old. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and the pa- like, like, Packers Twitter went into meltdown. Why didn't we get Julio Jones? <laughs> We don't need Julio Jones. It would have been a waste of a pick for us, a waste of money, really, in my humble opinion. I give Julio Jones at least three, four games, and then he's going to go out with a season-ending injury. That's kind of my vision. I hope he doesn't. God love him. I don't want to, you know, wish ill on anybody. Um, But, yeah, I think 
this is our time. We're taking down the Bucks hard. It's going to be it's going to be a big win. Uh, fair play. Hopefully that is the case because I wouldn't mind seeing a different team win it. Uh, week four <laughs> at home to the New England Patriots. Back to Abbey. Win, loss, or tie. I've got to go for a win. Yeah. I've got, I've got to do it. <laughs> and then week five. This is a London game. We'll go to Adam. Um, obviously in London, Tottenham Stadium against the New York Giants. Win. <laughs> We're going to destroy him. We're going to destroy Andrew's team and he's not going to be able to cope with it and he's going to have a meltdown. We're going to win. And then week six, at home, back at home, this time against the New York Jets. I mean, it's, it's got to be a win. I mean, we're doing quite well so far this season. We've got wins across the board. <laughs> I can't imagine that we lose to the Jets at home at Lambeau Field. I do think the Jets are going to put up some points. Um, I don't think it's going to be a complete walkover. But um, And this could be a game, for example, that they put in Jordan Love. They take maybe, you know, they give him some field time and stuff. But um, yeah, it's got to be a win, this one for sure. And we'll go back to you purely because of the game it is. The end zone derby, the um, and and the NFL <laughs> podcast derby, week seven on the road to the Washington Commanders. I mean, we're winning a hundred percent. It's going to be a walkover. <laughs> I'm going to be shunned from Peckham and South London for like a year of my life. Um, yeah, now we're winning that easy, easy again though. Probably not like not a complete walkover. I think like Washington aren't terrible, um, but again, I'm bigging up people's hopes and stuff. Being Washington Commander fans, um, they'll probably put up a couple of numbers and stuff. But um, no, this again, ask for the taken. Stop, we had, stop we had, being stop being nice just because you work with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we take them down for sure. For sure. <laughs> we actually had Chris on for the Commanders episode, and he did say also a Packers win. So even he was, even though he gave. He knows what's good for him, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he did predict an 11-6 and six record, but he did still say the Packers would lose that, win that game. So, um, right, week eight, it gets harder now. Week eight, on the road to the Buffalo Bills, we'll go to Abbey, win, mm. loss or tie? Mm, this is a... I see. I want to say win, but... That, that noise, that noise <laughs> means that she knows it's a loss. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, in an ideal world, we get it across the board. But I don't... I'm going to have to go with a loss on that one. Okay. First loss of the season. So you won 7 yeah. million, which It might shames be me to do it. It shames yeah. me. I think, I think me for Bills are the favourites of the whole thing. I think that's not a bad game to lose because that is like a team that, for me, has got everything from head to, head to toe. Every position's covered. They... Just increased depth in the draft. I think the Bills, for me, I think now Hill's left the Chiefs. I think, for me, they're the outstanding favourites for the AFC. And then week nine, you guys head on the road to the Detroit Lions at Ford Field. Adam, win, loss or tie? I win. Big W <laughs> for those audio listeners. He's putting a big W on the screen. So um, I think that's probably one, that's going to be an easy win. Even though they're improving, I think the Lions are still a couple of years away. But yeah, for me... I do love Dan Campbell. I really love Dan Campbell. I think his personality, his sort of no-nonsense approach, the way they play towards it, I, I do like Dan Campbell. So I'm hoping for Lettick they'll have a good season, but time will tell. Um, week 10, at home, to the Dallas Cowboys. Back to you, Ash. Win, loss or tie? Uh, 
I mean, it's going to have to be a win. I mean, with like, <laughs> I envision <laughs> another loss coming from somewhere, but it's the bloody Cowboys. Oh my God. They like, there's absolutely zero way the Cowboys are winning this game. Absolutely yeah. zero. Um, and it's at home as well. I just imagine like Jerry Jones's little face sat on his big old <laughs> yacht. Um, and we're going to squish it to pieces. Um, yeah, no, I think I'd, yeah. There'd be a lot of people who would have my head on a spike if I said the the Cowboys were taking that win <laughs> on the road at Lambeau. So uh, we're going to go with a win for the Packers there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't blame you. I mean, yeah. I, I think Dallas may disappoint this year. I think last year was maybe sort of as good as they got for them. I think they maybe wasted their chance to do anything, but we'll see. Because I quite like Dallas. Um, week 11, Tennessee Titans at home. We'll go back to Abbey. Win. Yeah. Again, AJ Brown's gone. I like Mike Vrabel. I think he'll be the reason why they do well, but I think they might have a down year. Uh, week 12, this time on the road to the Philadelphia Eagles. Over to you, Adam. I think this could be a loss, Ooh. I have to say. I'm, I'm very big on the Eagles this year, which mm. pains me to say, but mm. I do think they're going to be very difficult to beat, especially at home. But it's well known at the Eagles it's a tough place to go to Mm. Um, and they are they're building a very very strong team and I I think that they're going to be I think they're going to be good and we're not going to go unbeaten in (laughs) this year we're going to lose a few games (laughs) and uh, I think away at the Eagles I think they're definitely a a team that that could cause a maybe almost a bit of an upset I think most people would go for the Packers but I, I think they might cause the upset I think they're going to win the whole division I think they're going to beat the Cowboys yeah. the NFCs I AJ we mentioned AJ Brown I like Jordan Davis they bought um I can't think of the linebacker they got in the third round who I loved um who fell I forgot his name now but um a, Dean that's one I absolutely loved him yeah. out of college and I think that's a great pickup in the third round as well so I think they had a good draft and they had a good free agency and I think they'll be a team that might well as long as Jane Hurts is the guy I think they'll they may well win the division at least get playoffs if not uh week 13 at the Chicago Bears back to you Ash win loss or tie it's a win yeah can't agree with the two for two it's a win yeah yeah <laughs> I think the Bears you mentioned before I think the Bears will be terrible this year and I think they'll have no no more than five wins, personally. Mm-hmm. Maybe six at a stretch. Uh, week 14 is a bye week, so oh, it's fifth, week 15. At home to the Los Angeles Rams, the current champions. Over to you, Abby. Ooh. It's at home, but I could see it being a loss. Okay, so that's your third loss of the season. And then we 16, of course, my team, away to the Miami Dolphins, will go to you, Adam. We're not a tie. <laughs> I mean, obviously, obviously a win. You know, oh. we're obviously going to destroy your team. I mean, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. how do you, uh, it's a good question, actually. How do you feel about the Dolphins this year? Because I'm not as excited as what a lot of people seem to be. I mean, the Tyreek Hill deal was... It comes across exciting because it's Tyreek. But when you actually look at that team, yeah, you've now got Hill and Waddle who are great receivers, but you've still got Tua. And the fact of the matter is, is that he hasn't shown that he can do it yet. And you just sort of 
think I don't know if Tyreek Hill is necessarily going to be the one who makes that difference for him personally. Yeah, I think we've seen a lot of times Tyreek Hill like sometimes have a really short ball, like the one against the Bills, for example, in, the, in that amazing game where it was actually quite a short throw from Holmes and Hill took it to the house, took it all the way to the end zone. So I think on short plays, he may be able to extend it and, and get big plays. But I think personally, we'll, we'll have a good season, 10 wins, but I think the strength of that conference will be the reason why we don't make the playoffs. I think we'll just miss out. I think we'll want to go miss out by one win. I think you've got the, you've got the Bills, you've got the Patriots, you've got the, Ra- uh, the Ravens and the Bengals. The Browns, if the Sean Watson plays, you've got the Colts and the Titans, you've got the whole of that AFC West. I think there's too many good teams, and I think that two is a callback with the most pressure. He's the one who's got the most sort of question marks around there. Maybe him and Daniel Jones the same, but I, I just think that we'll have a good year. But I think we'll just be unlucky the fact that we're in such a good conference. I think we'll just miss out purely for that reason. I think NFC, we'd make it with these playoffs, but I think just the fact that we're in such a hard conference and there are question marks over our quarterback. Unlike a lot of these teams that are in the AFC, I think that'll be sadly our downfall, personally. But next year, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still hope we'll get Tom Brady or something. Maybe he'll come next year rather than this year. But also, I think if Tua doesn't perform this year, I think he's done. I think I can't see him starting. Especially as Mike, Mike McDaniel didn't even draft him. Mike McDaniel, he may want a new guy. He may want someone he likes. Um, and I think that if Tua doesn't perform this year, with Tyreek Hill in his team, I just don't think he ever will. So um, I'm quite a pessimistic fan. I think everyone knows this. He's a regular <laughs> podcast listener. I'm never calm, I'm never that positive about my team. I'm always quite negative Nelly. So um, yeah, hopefully they prove me wrong anyway. Uh, week 17 against the Minnesota Vikings. We'll head back to Ash. Win, loss or tie? This is at home for us, isn't it? Because we're yes. on yeah. the road the first week. I don't know. I'm super interested to see um, how big of a game Zadarius Smith has in week one mm. against us because he is loving a bit of trolling on Twitter these days. Um, <laughs> this is an interesting one. Um, is this our last game? Like, second to last. Yeah. We've second got... to last. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, in my heart of hearts, I want to, I'm going to have to say a win, mm-hmm. but. It, it it actually could be a bit of a loss, you know, uh, losing at home. That could be, you know, just what the NFL season storybook wants, isn't it? Um, but it also depends on, like, where we're sitting in the division, I think, towards the end. Because this is the same kind of story as when we lost to the Lions at the back end of last season, like the regular season as well. So we could just give up that loss and maybe rest a couple of key players. But it's not the last game. So I'm still a bit 50-50. So I'll go for the win but maybe a cautious win. Maybe like a 2017 or something or 23-20. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like, yeah, literally like one point in it. Who knows? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. No, I think that could be the case. Mm. Also, the Vikings are more likely to be, because this, this record right now has you at only three games lost. The Vikings are probably going to be more in that realm of fighting for their lives, trying to make that wildcard spot. So they may exactly. well be yeah. more up for it. Whereas... You see, some teams, I think sometimes if teams have that many wins, they'll rest players for the last two weeks. So you may even see Jordan Love playing at this point. Yeah, exactly. Last week, but definitely, definitely, I think, yeah, there's, there'll be a difference in sort of targets. Maybe you might be going for number one overall seed, maybe in the NFC, maybe that will keep you going. But mm. I think the Vikings will have more to play for, I think, at this point of the year. Um, week 18, the final week, is at home to the Detroit Lions. Abby, win, loss, or tie? 
Hmm. Win. Win. Okay. Let's think. So that means you will end the season with a 14 and 3 record. So you would think that would get you in the playoffs as at least the first or second seed, unless the Rams do something spectacular in the regular season. So in terms of your predictions, in terms of when you get to the playoffs, we'll give you all one chance each to give your predictions. Um, I'll go to you first, Adam. Super Bowl, divisional round, wildcard round, or NFC championship game, all winning at the whole thing. How do you see it? Um, I think probably divisional. Okay. For me, I I think that um, I I do think the Bucks are still strong. I think all the time you have got Tom Brady there, they're going to be strong. I think the Rams are strong, although we do match up very well against the Rams, and we have done before. So that's that is one positive. I do think they're very strong. Um, I like the Eagles this year. I really do. I think they could do something a bit a bit special. Um, so I think that is that's going to be tough as well. So the, there are a few teams and the Saints as well. The Saints, a lot of people are forgetting about the Saints. Mm-hmm. But if Michael Thomas can stay fit, you've got Jarvis Landry there, you've got Chris Alave drafted in. That's three good wide receivers, great defence anyway. Um, the only problem they're going to have is Kamara and how long he's suspended for. But yeah, there's, there are some decent teams still in the NFC. Everyone says that it's all AFC, and I think it probably will become the end of it. But the, there are some decent teams in the NFC. I think we'll do pretty well. We're probably just... It'll be the same old story, I'm afraid. I, I feel like I, I can't see much changing. I just think there's there's teams that are just slightly better, unfortunately. Yeah. I do think that as well, like... Going back to the record, like if you got Matt the Fleurs had a 13 and 3 record twice and a 13 and 4 record. If you get to this 14 and 3 record, I can't think of many better records for a four-year head coach. I think that's an incredible first four years he's had. So I think for him, I think he needs to now, in terms of his almost his legacy, I think he needs to now start going that one bit further and getting them to the big game or stuff like that. And I think that will be his next challenge, I think, almost to try and take him to Super Bowl and even win, win a ring. Um, Ash, Super Bowl, divisional round, anything championship game or wildcard? How do you see your team season going? So my humble opinion is that we go all the way to the Super Bowl and we bring home the trophy Ooh, back okay. to Titletown. Yes. I think, I think what better story for Devontae Adams to leave to go to the Raiders um, and then miss out sneakily on that Super Bowl ring. Um, I just think I've just got a, a feeling about this year. I don't know. I've, like, I know it's my team and everything. Like, I'm an optimistic fan compared to you, Andy. Um, I'm rooting for them. I think it's going to be really interesting. I don't like it's, it's never an easy journey for any team, um, really, to be honest. But I just think there's something special about the Packers this year. There's something in the air, something in the atmosphere. And I think the team know it as well. I think it's now or or never. We've always come so close, so close. And to be honest, Jimmy G ain't QB1 in um, San Francisco anymore. So maybe that curse is done. Uh, we don't have to worry about that championship game anymore. Um, 
But I just think, I think it's going to be really interesting. And my prediction for the Super Bowl, I'm still deciding on what AFC team, but I would be really happy with either a Bills-Packers Super Bowl. I think that would be amazing. Or I'm keen to see the Bengals go back because they mm. are my AFC team. Um, and I was like, I love a bit of Joe Burrow. Um, he's awesome. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've got the Packers going all the way and taking it. And then people are just going to have to deal with us not shutting up about the Packers for like <laughs> years to come. And they're just going to hate us even more. And I'm here for it. <laughs> Would you love to see a Raiders matchup against Devontae Adams? Um, Wouldn't happen. No, it wouldn't happen, but you never know. The Bengals last year, you never know. That No one thought they'd make it. I would, I, would love yeah. to see, I would love to see either a Belichick against Brady or something like Adams against the Packers. That would be, be quite a good watch. No, no. I think give the Patriots a little bit longer to get to where they need to. But Mac Jones, I think I said it on the podcast with you, Andy. Yeah, I rated Mac Jones straight off the bat. <laughs> People thought I was stupid. Um I think he's great as a QB. Ed, like, he looks good right now. I don't know what he's been doing in the offseason, but Matt Jones is getting trimmed, and he's, like, sh- shedding his weight from that, like, random picture that went around in the draft and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I think give the Patriots maybe a little bit longer, and Bill Belichick's going to have something up his sleeve, so that could potentially happen. Yeah, well, in that episode, I did went for the bold prediction of Kellen Mond being the best quarterback of that class. So it was... <laughs> It wasn't my finest hour, I must say. <laughs> that was not good. Um, finally, Abby, we've had Ash say all the way. We've had Adam say divisional round. Where are you on the Packers' chances this season? I'm on the same wavelength as Ash. I think we go all the way. I think Rodgers, obviously, we know he's not going to be playing for that much longer. So it's, it's, got, it's got to sort of be like a Hail Mary thing, hasn't it? I really think we've got to go for it. And I think... Yeah, mate, like like Ash, maybe I am too optimistic, but I really could I could see it. I think yeah. That's I would I I don't know what it is. I'm very optimistic every year and I do get heartbroken, you know, come to the playoffs and it's like oh, but no, I I think now sort of Rogers is more on a ticking clock. I feel like the team might be more glued together and with it to go forward yeah to be fair like the, the the Rams have lost Von Miller the Buccaneers I don't know they've no, not, not got Gronk anymore no Antonio Brown you, you never know this could be their time to do it I mean I think the Rams will be the strongest out of all of them I think they will return but I think that Von Miller loss I know they got Bobby Wagner in but I think having his impact off the field as well I don't know maybe the Rams might not be Maybe go one step backwards and go to the championship game, maybe. But I think the Packers, you know, as long as you've got, as long as you have Rodgers, I think you've got a chance. And I think that, yeah. you know, but I do, I do love Rodgers. So I'd love to see him do it this year because I think it's been so many years where I remember the Falcons won years ago where they beat them, you know, the one against Brady a couple of years ago. I remember really wanting Rodgers to win that one. I think, I hope he does it this year. I hope he gets there because he can't be on the same amount of appearances as Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. He can't have the same rings. He has to get one more than Foles because that's a, a shame for his career. If he's only made one appearance, that's just ultimate. It's a slap in the face, really, at that it stage, is. isn't it? It is. Like, <laughs> people like Joe Flacco's made one and people like Trent Dilfer has made one. You can't be on the same <laughs> level as them. You have Scraping to have... the barrel for names there. You could have what average callback can I think of? And the first I thought of was Joe Flacco. So <laughs> Still more than the Vikings, though. I feel like that, that's always my argument. They always come, like, come at us for stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah. at least we have one. 
they lost four. I want to say they lost. They lost four games now. I want to say they lost four of them. Three of them. I want to say the Vikings over time. I think we beat them one time years ago. I think. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it's not like an achievement, is it? Really. <laughs> That's the one thing he had to look forward to. You've just I know. Taking oh, it <laughs> in a nice way. Yeah, we've still got this, the unbeaten thing, so we can we can always have that against everyone else. Until someone else does it, we've always got that over us, the perfect team. But but yeah, that has been the conclusion of our Packers season preview. So thank you, Ash. Thank you, Adam, and thank you, Abby, for coming on. You will <laughs> plug your social medias on the um, old Twitter when you get this podcast release which will most likely be friday or saturday so look forward to that one but yeah thank you guys for coming on and we will see you guys for our next season preview thank you